Hey everyone, Melissa Lapointe here, and welcome to today's episode where we're talking about coaching. This is a shorter episode, so we're really going to hone in on one piece of coaching, and that is getting more one-on-one clients. Now, before we get started, you might be wondering if we're talking about a certain type of coaching. And the short answer is no, I'm not referring to any type of coaching in particular. We have OTs from all over the world in this community who are doing really cool things in coaching. We have parent coaches, we have birth coaches, we have movement coaches, we have women's health coaches and career coaches and business coaches and recovery coaches, and we have life coaches. And I'm sure I'm missing someone. And it doesn't matter what kind of coaching you're doing. Today's episode is focusing on when you're working one-on-one with a client. So that transactional relationship that comes with one-on-one coaching. So more specifically, we are looking at things today that you can do to get more one-on-one coaching clients. And before we get started, yes, you're probably going to want to have paper and a pen nearby to jot some things down. We don't have a lot of time, but I have a lot of things to say on this topic. Okay, are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to the OTs Gone Rogue podcast, where we are all about supporting OTs who are choosing to think outside the box and do things differently. I'm your host, Melissa Lapointe. Over the years, I've had the pleasure of connecting with the most remarkable therapists who are finding their way as thought leaders, change makers, and heart-led entrepreneurs. They've helped to inspire me to think big and be brave in terms of finding my voice, putting myself out there, and bringing my work to a bigger stage. This podcast is a culmination of my personal and professional experiences as it relates to family wellness, women's health, coaching, overcoming adversity, brain health, and entrepreneurship. I'm using this platform to share inspirational stories, words of wisdom, and tangible resources where we can help more OTs around the globe to take the road less traveled, even when it feels messy and uncomfortable. Okay, are you ready to join us? This is the OT's Gone Rogue podcast. All right, first things first, I'm going to start by putting it out there. I am a fan of leveraged offers, and I help OTs to get away from trading their time for money. Working with one-on-one clients isn't the best use of your time. And I will argue it's not necessarily the most effective way to get results for your clients either. But getting one-on-one high-paying coaching clients is a great way to build new revenue in your business quickly. Now, let's back up for a moment. Did you catch what I said? High-paying coaching clients. Now, what do I mean by high-paying? Because of course, that's subjective. And I do not have time to go down the rabbit hole of pricing in today's episode. So when I say high paying, let's just agree that we're talking about clients who are paying your asking price. So the investment that they are making in your coaching services, the revenue that you are generating, it feels good. Okay, so there's no resentment. Money is flowing and it feels good. 
So we'll just leave it at that. So high paying coaching clients. Okay, so five steps to getting more one-on-one coaching clients. Step number one is to set your goals and get clear on what you want out of this process. Now, I know we talk a lot about goal setting, but for many of us, we don't actually do it. So we're going to take a few moments and we're doing it together right now. So this is where I grab that pen and paper. And if you're driving or you're walking or operating heavy machinery, or maybe you have a little one sleeping on you, just listen in on this part. So focus more on the concept that I'm introducing as opposed to the number crunching. But again, if you have paper and pen nearby, pick it up and let's go through this together. All right, so when we're setting our goals, we are going to look at four numbers. The first number we're going to figure out is how much revenue do you want to be generating each month from coaching? Now, don't overthink this, but also don't keep yourself really small. Like, don't go with a number just because it's safe. I want this to be a number where you feel good, where there's some excitement. And again, you can come back to this when you have more time later. So for now, just come up with a number. Pick a number that feels good. What do you want to make each month from one-on-one coaching clients? Okay. Do you have your number? Okay, let's move on. All right, now we need to figure out with your one-on-one coaching clients, what are you charging them? If you don't have a package yet, if you don't have an offer yet, that's okay. Let's just come up with a number. So a number per month where you are generating this revenue from each of your clients. So let's say you want to generate $5,000 a month from coaching. And your clients are paying you $500 a month. So clients are paying you $500 a month. Let's say you're on retainer, $500 a month. And you want to generate $5,000 a month. So then your goal is going to be to sign up 10 coaching clients. Okay? If you want to generate $10,000 a month from coaching and your clients are paying you $500 a month, you need to have 20 coaching clients. Or maybe you want to generate $10,000 a month and you're charging $2,000 a month per client. You need five coaching clients. So see how the math is happening there? Okay. Now, I had said for goal setting that you had to know four numbers. So I have you or I had you figure out what revenue you want to generate each month. And then we talked about the number of coaching clients and how much you're charging them. Okay, so you can say number of coaching clients or the amount. So getting that sorted for your figure number two. The third number that we want to know is discovery calls. And discovery calls, this is a really big number when you are looking at your one-on-one coaching clients because this is the key performance indicator that you're going to track during this process. Okay, so how many discovery calls? You're tracking the number of discovery calls. That is your third number. So we have revenue, number of coaching clients, right? Or the amount, either one. Discovery calls. And then the fourth number that you need to know is your conversion rate from those discovery calls. Meaning what percentage of your discovery calls are you closing where they are signing up as paying clients? Now, if you've never done this before, 
you don't have the data to calculate a conversion number. So let's just make a guess. Let's make a guess that you're going to close 50% of all of your discovery calls. It gives you a starting point and you can then adjust it after you get going and you have some data to look at. So if you've never done this before, if you have no idea where to start, Let's start at 50 and see how that goes. And once you're doing more, you can recalculate. So if you're closing 50% of your discovery calls and your goal is to get 10 coaching clients, that means that you're aiming to schedule 20 discovery calls. So you want 10 coaching clients and you know you're closing at about 50%. So 20 discovery calls, you'll close 50% to get that to 10 paying clients. Okay. So see how powerful that discovery call number can be, especially when we want to simplify. So if you're focusing on one number that week, focus on how many discovery calls you can get booked. What do you have to do to put yourself out there? Okay. So step one, goal setting. There were four numbers that I got you to figure out. So now that all that talk about numbers is out of the way and you can go back to this, let's go on to step two, okay? Flying through this. So step two is all about mapping out the life cycle of your potential coaching clients, ending with payment collection. Now, when I say mapping it out, I mean make it visual. I like to do this on my big chalkboard on my wall. And then I transfer it over to paper with colored pens, sometimes sticky notes, and then it goes over into Canva. So I create a diagram in Canva and that's where I save it. You do whatever works for you, but take the time to sketch this out. We want to get a 30,000 foot view of the life cycle of this. So things that you're going to map out. What is the entry point? Meaning, how did this person come across you? How do they know that you are offering one-on-one -on -one coaching? Is it through your website? Was it a Facebook post, a podcast episode, an email blast? What is the entry point? Once they come through that entry point, then what? Is there an application they have to fill out? Do they have to make a deposit? Once they come through that entry point, do they go right to the discovery call process? Are they sent directly to an intake form maybe that's synced to your calendar? And then if they go to the discovery call process after the call, what happens? How do they pay? And then once they pay, what happens? Do they get a welcome email? Do they get a receipt sent to them? Is there anything they get access to? What does that look like? Don't make this complicated. This absolutely can fit on a regular piece of paper, but sketch it out. Sketch it out, look at it from the 30,000 foot view, and think of it from a customer user experience. Okay, so step number two, sketch it out or map it out. Third step in getting more one-on-one -on -one clients is to get the call scheduled. Discovery calls, key performance indicator, what's the plan? How are you going to get those calls scheduled? Are you going to open your calendar for a certain amount of time, certain days of the week, you know, Friday morning, discovery calls, or maybe for the last week of the month, or maybe three weeks at the end of the quarter, you know, whatever that looks like, how long are you going to have your calendar open for? Is it going to be until the spots fill up? But get an idea what that looks like. And step number three is to get your calls scheduled. 
So focusing on what that looks like to get your call scheduled and setting any dates. So if there's deadlines, whatever that looks like. But step number three is all about schedule. Get it in your calendar. Now I'm going to back up. When I say get it in your calendar, so this is also so getting deadlines, getting, you know, you've mapped out the process, but if there are any special deadlines, if there is a cart open, cart close, or calendar open, calendar close, if there is a webinar, a masterclass, everything should be in your calendar in step three, right? If it's not in your calendar, there's a good chance it's not going to happen. Keep it simple, people. You don't have to complicate this, but get it in your calendar. Step number four, we're going to break this down into bite-sized chunks. So you still have some work you have to do. We still have to get clear on your coaching package, your offer. What is that irresistible offer? There is more to it than just one-on-one calls. So we're going to create an offer out of this. You're also going to get clear on your entry point. How are people finding you? It may be a website, or maybe it's a masterclass. Maybe it's a five-day challenge. Maybe it's a virtual summit or a podcast series. So what is the entry point where people are finding out about your one-on-one coaching offer? So that's another chunk that we're going to tackle. If you have an application process, so that's something to consider. If you are taking a deposit for your discovery calls, right? You get to create this however you want. And then there's the actual discovery call. When we're looking at the discovery call process, you know, how you're dealing with objections, the rhythm, really listening to your client. So there's a flow to discovery calls and it's really nice to get into your own rhythm. And this is something, the more you do, the more you will get into your own rhythm. Okay, so again, chunking it, breaking it down into these smaller bite-sized chunks that you can tackle. You know, what do you have to do to figure out your offer? What do you have to do to figure out your entry point? Is there an application? Is there a deposit? And what does it mean to book the discovery call? But even, you know, after the discovery call is booked, is there an automatic email or do you follow up with a manual email? How do they know about the Zoom link? How do they know what to expect? Are there any reminders that are going out? So this would all fall under discovery call. So when you're chunking it, that would be one of the the headlines, one of the umbrellas that you're then breaking down further. Okay. Today's episode was on five steps to more one-on-one coaching clients. Step one was about setting your goals. So get clear on what you want. Step two is all about mapping it. Make a visual of this. Step number three is about scheduling, getting whatever you need on your schedule, important dates, reminders, cart open, cart close, deadlines. Get it on the schedule. Step number four was breaking it into bite-sized chunks. And last but not least, step number five is to go out and do it. Enough learning. It is time to kick you out of the nest and for you to now implement what you've learned. No, it's not perfect. 
And we didn't go into a ton of detail today on things like your coaching packages and your entry point. We didn't do a super deep dive into what you're actually covering in your discovery calls. Now, we didn't go into a ton of detail today on things like your coaching packages and your entry point. We didn't do a very deep dive into what you're actually covering in your discovery calls. So the dance that you're doing with objections and how you're hearing more about their potential pain points. We didn't talk about the potential questions you can ask on an intake form, but we did cover lots in this episode to at least get you started. So put yourself out there, try different ways of connecting with your audience, get clear on your niche, get clear on the pain points that you're solving. You're going to book more discovery calls, even if you feel like you don't know what you're doing, and you're going to start practicing that pitch. And if you want to flesh out that coaching offer, that's the focus of part two in our training series of the business of coaching. So I'm delivering it live on June 8th, but you can sign up any time before June 24th and get access to the replays. So three parts. You can go to www.melissalapoint.com forward slash coaching. <sighs> okay, <laughs> we really jam-packed a lot of stuff in this episode. I hope your head is not spinning, and I hope that you found it helpful in terms of seeing the process behind the coaching. So zooming out with me and seeing the big picture. As always, I would love to hear from you guys. You can come on over to our OT's Gone Rogue Facebook community, or you can catch us over on Instagram at OT's Gone Rogue. Better yet, take a screenshot of your takeaways from today's episode and tag me. I would love to see more of you putting this into action. All right, let's wrap this one up. That is it for me for today. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of you at part two of our training. Take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.